Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the MVP3 Finding My Yes radio show. On 600 WREC and 92.1 FM, here's your host, Marie Pisano. She drove away like a NASCAR superstar. Hello, hello, everyone. Thanks for joining the MVP3 Finding My Yes radio show. Today, we have a special guest, psychic medium, intuitive therapist, Abigail Noel. Welcome, Abigail. Hey, Marie. Thanks for having me here. Thanks for coming. Well, you know, today's going to be an exciting show. Um, We're just going to let it roll and um, talk to Abigail about what Psychic Medium is and what her journey and mission has been and uh, the crazy world of Psychic and and, um, how all of us can speak to God is what Abigail says. Oh yeah, 100%. Um, First of all, I want to say thank you to our sponsors, Cannon Wright Blunt, Sleepy Z's Mattresses and Furniture Store, and Zazu and Valentina Agency. So Abigail, let's just dig right in. What is a psychic medium? Well, first of all, I guess, you know, we're all psychic. Um, Being psychic isn't necessarily walking around a room, connecting with other people's loved ones. Um, that's what a medium would be. Uh, so there's a difference between being psychic and using uh, the science of being psychic because we're all uh, scientifically geared to be psychic. Uh, science now knows that. Everybody is always receiving an electrical current, holographic images and emotions from somewhere outside of our body. So with that said, being a medium would imply speaking to spirits who have crossed on, in other words, talking to dead people. Um, And again, being psychic isn't necessarily for doing that. That's just one aspect of being psychic, using it uh, it with regards to what's called mediumship. Now, some people are afraid of the word psychic. Yeah, you know, there um, a lot of people are afraid of the word psychic still. But in the last twelve years, I've been working as a as a professional therapist um, and a ministry for the last twelve years, um, and I've seen an awakening occur. So more and more people now are less afraid of the idea of being psychic, and there's a new understanding. What happened is we we misdefined what being psychic is and what it was really for. Um, whatever your definition of God is, and that's not about religion. It's not about walking into any particular church or following a particular faith. Um, What we now know through science is God is love. So uh, whatever that is in that place of peace is for you, um, connecting to a a higher creator, uh, your higher self. Um, you know, we all know that that a, a creator, you know, for all we're all equal without judgment, would not choose uh, just some of us to speak to and not others. That creates um 
man, arguments, jealousy, comparison. It's why, in fact, the the great book, you know, aka the Bible, uh, literally warns against prophets and fortune tellers. And that's why God wouldn't have you put your destiny in anybody else's hands or leave it to their interpretation. Uh, so, and again, you could look at it this way. I love to use this analogy. If, if a loving father had 13 children, would that loving father choose to only speak to three of them and, you know, and not the other 10? No way. No way. That would imply judgment. And that just doesn't happen with God. So you say that we could all, we're all psychic. Yes. Now explain that to all our listeners. Uh, Well, everybody has ascended masters and guides. Um, Oftentimes, it's even our relatives, grandparents, uh, almost always guide for grandchildren. You would think it would be the parent, but it works every other generation. Uh, We also work with ascended guides, people that, uh, and and saints, uh, St. Teresa of Avila. We can learn from anybody. I just brought her up, uh, Christ Yeshua, people, aka Jesus, the one known as Jesus. Um, People can communicate uh, with people who are dead. Uh, We've, we've, shown that and we actually have psychic evidence um, as as much a proof as we can get that people are able to communicate with the other side and aka people that are dead so why wouldn't you speak to Jesus you know why do we try and guess what Jesus would do ask Jesus what Jesus would do Um, anyone can speak to any ascended master I highly recommend uh, Yeshua the one aka Jesus I've walked with him my entire life I don't remember him ever not being in my presence when I was two and a half years old I began trying to explain to my parents what was going on but I remember not having the verbal sp- skills uh, also I grew up in an atheist household so uh, my dad thought I was uh, creative and a little bit weird <laughs> Um, so anyway, but anybody can do this. And I've been teaching people um, how to speak to spirit for guidance in their life. It's it, it was never intended that a medium would would walk around a room connecting to other people's loved ones or charging sometimes three, four, sometimes more hundred dollars a session just to communicate with your loved one in heaven. That communication is there for all of us. Your grandmother or your sister or best friend or whoever this is, father on the other side, would rather speak directly to you than have to go through someone they really didn't know on an earthly level and then leave it up to their interpretation of the messages. Now, for those of you tuning in, this is the MVP3 Finding My Yes radio show. We are here with special guest psychic medium Abigail Noel. Now, Abigail, tell us, start from the beginning. How did you receive this gift? How did you get this gift? You know, how I received it, gosh, I don't know. It's always been there with me. I don't know anything other than understanding that Yeshua's presence, I call him Jay, um, with a whole lot of love, that his presence has always been there in my life, much stronger during times of trauma or times when I was fearful. And I've always heard what I call the voice of God, who, I, who I've always called Abba. Uh, again, my, my parents had no explanation for my relationship with the one we called Jesus and or um, this fatherly relationship um, with, with Abba. And yes, they are too. I had, I, had, I had someone get really upset with me once. There are some religious um, beliefs and practices that do not see uh, Christ Yeshua, a.k.a. Jesus and the Father energy as um, separate. Um, and, and we're all one. That's a, that's, a, that's a much bigger dialogue. We could talk on that for hours. But I do hear the voices separate and feel the presence is separate. Were you scared? 
at that age or oh at two and a half i was petrified i would see spirits in my room that's what alerted my parents to know there was something different about me i would have uh, nightmares on a on a pretty consistent nightly basis and i remember my parents would say oh it's just a nightmare it isn't real i'd remember these words and i would understand what they were saying to me but again at two and a half i still didn't have the verbal skills the language skills to tell them i wasn't sleeping i tried i'd say you know i wasn't asleep my mom didn't get it my dad didn't get it and it was um it was jay who would come and comfort me and then i would literally hear Uh, the voice of God. And also I've been watching the signs. God gives us all amazing signs. Um, So from the time I was two and a half, I knew that the owl, when I heard an owl outside my window, and and I don't remember ever not hearing it when I was growing up, there was an owl in our neighborhood. And when I would hear him, I just had an understanding that that meant the eyes of God were on me and I was safe. Wow. Um, Now, why you? Why, why not all of us at two and a half, you know? I, you know, I asked Jay one time, I was feeling very... And Jay is Jesus, Jesus. is who you yeah. refer. Okay. Yeah. And just, just so that everyone knows, he asked me to call him Jay. And that was because I was doing some work one time and speaking uh, and teaching, doing sessions out in Santa Cruz, California, where um, Jay is not so popular. And it was really hurting my feelings that some people were offended by the name Jesus. And so I was really upset about that one day. And he said, you know... He said, I'm a little bit offended as well. He said, they stole my story, misrepresented me to a certain extent. And again, that would be a whole nother show. Um, And then he said, and my name wasn't Jesus. He said, so call me Jay. He said, my mother named me Yeshua. He said, that's my name. And he said, so call me Jay. And, um, and that from that day forward, I've called him Jay with just so much love. Um, he, he's, 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 uh, everyone has a primary spirit guide and many people are guided, um, by the, by Yeshua. Um, many people and anyone can awaken to that guidance at any time in their life. But, um, many of us are just not consciously aware of that guidance and presence in our life. Like how would you, how would one be kind like, do I have these guides? Absolutely. Or, okay. So do you see them? Um, Yes. And like, oh, going back to this, it's funny because I asked Jay one time and I'll, I'll go to both. Do <laughs> I see him me out and why me? Yeah. And why, why me? Well, I asked Jay one time because I was feeling incredibly incompetent. And I said, you know, I, I understand God doesn't make mistakes. I said, but maybe does he have a secretary in heaven that, you know, gave him to the, the wrong directions? Because why me? You know, and, and, he, and he laughed and he said, oh, Abigail, he said, get over yourself. He said, we chose you so the rest of the world would have hope. <laughs> And I just laughed so hard. It was so funny. And it took the pressure off me. I said, this is great. You know, this is great. If God will talk to Abigail, God will talk to anyone. And that's true. I've been assisting people um, in clearing their uh, their traumas, life traumas. You also have to uh, repair the relationships in your life. Uh, when the Bible says forgiveness is for you, it truly is. And every bit that you forgive the hurts and harms and the people that have harmed you in your life, remembering that the ones who hurt you most on the planet Earth in this third dimensional realm are the ones who love you the most in heaven. That's true. And science supports what I just said. You can only experience as much joy as you have allowed yourself to feel sadness. Um, Going back to do I see them? Um, Yes, there are times when they will manifest. Now, it's always behind a a cloud. You know that they're not in a body. You know that it is another dimension making themselves present to your naked eye. Um, 
when you become very good at this, you know, and, and this is the way spirit describes it to me, is that um, this divine connection, this beautiful psychic conversation that you can have with spirit um, that is all about interpreting its, its emotion, its images, its color, its symbols. Sometimes, yes, it is words, direct words, but it's all of these things and, and a beautiful interpretation. It's like music. It's like really um, creating music or playing, like, say, the guitar going back to that um and and again anyone can do it but you've got to be very brave it's like playing charades the people who are brave and not afraid to look like a fool and get it wrong are the ones who are really good at charades same thing same thing um going back to this because it got a little bit off track um where were we were talking about oh seeing them thank you we were talking about seeing them when you get really good at making this beautiful you know music in your life playing the guitar um and you're having fun especially that the more fun you have with it uh the better you will be um what happens you're gonna keep losing that track seeing it thank you you will then use your imagination screen almost always it takes a lot of physical energy for them to manifest and be present to your physical eye they will do it to witness um, at first but then after you're you're a believer and you're in the know and you're working with this beautiful gift it's really about understanding that your imagination is real that is how God communicates with you and myth is truth uh, it's there to teach us so when you get to that point they won't manifest in front of you or scare you or you know so I won't see them you don't have to if you ask if you lovingly demand that you want that witness to you and you you believe it then they will yeah. it may take a little time and you've got to stay present this is what most people do most people ask god for things and then they forget to stay present they're worried about what might not happen tomorrow the raise they might not get the bills they have to pay or they're angry at someone for what they didn't do yesterday and when you live in that place you cannot hear god i don't know how the bible could be more clear on that in fact every religious text on the planet will tell you that you have to stay in the present moment and or that you have to be at a place of peace joy or have a childlike um essence and none of us do that in our daily life and then wonder why we can't hear god in the studio right now oh well as soon as you said (laughs) that jay but he i don't go anywhere without him i mean there's just nowhere i go so he's always on my right um, the next presence that I saw was Mother Mary. She's actually behind you, but Jay is on this side to me. Again, am I seeing them with my physical eye? No. What I do is I just tap into that that other sense. I don't really even like to call it a sixth sense. I think we have six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You know what I mean? Because there's so many different ways that you speak to God. But I do. I tap into that just like a blind person. If somebody were to come in the room, if I were sitting here blind. Um, and it, and a presence were to come in the room, not that I'd have to hear them, even if let's take, you know, Helen Keller, she's going to know you're going to learn to use your other senses. In fact, what's wild is uh, people who don't have their physical sight are, are almost always closer to God. Now, do you see what they um, energy like someone's energy? Well, it's funny because people will talk about auras and seeing energy. Absolutely. And that's what I will see around them. Um, And then people say, does it have a color? Yes, but auras change all the time. Um, Almost always Mother Mary is going to come in a bright blue. Um, Jay changes up his colors all the time. Chills. He comes in rainbow colors, although purple was created for him. True story. Uh, It's a royal sacrifice. Um, so they, they, yes, you'll see different colors. Um, Prince Rogers Nelson, Prince, he also comes in, in bright, bright blue. Um, Robin Williams is hysterical. He comes in all different colors as well, but almost always orange. 
um, because of his, his passion and uh, how much fun he was. So we, we do kind of reflect different colors. But again, auras change. You know, people say, oh, my aura is this color. Well, that's today. You know, we're like walking mood rings. Now, for those of you listening, this is the MVP3, Finding My Yes radio show. We're here with special guest um, Abigail Noel, psychic medium, intuitive therapist. And going back now, what you just mentioned, um, Prince and Robin Williams, um, let's go into that because how I met actually Abigail was through Facebook. Um, I saw her screaming. <laughs> I saw Abigail screaming about Lorenzen Wright. Yes. And yes. Tell tell us how yes. you even got into the Lorenzen Wright NBA star case. Wow. Um, first of all, I don't ever, as a medium and a channel, um, I do not ever. And it's these are spiritual rules. There's very few. Um, I really don't like to call them rules, but you cannot look for a spirit. The soul essence of Lorenzen Wright came to me. At first, I didn't know who he was. God had to give me signs and, and kind of let me know. I just knew I had a very beautiful, tall black man who was in my presence. Um, I was in the process in the first few hours of trying to figure out who this person was. Because, again, I've been speaking to and communicating with people who are out of body all of my life. So it's, in fact, I prefer to speak to people who are cross than live people. It's true. So when did Lorenzen come to you? Lorenzen came to me. Um, and why? A few hours prior to his body being found uh, and, and announced on the news. In fact, when I saw the news report, I was in uh, a friend's house, a family member's home, and they had the news, the television on. And this is when, again, I had known for about three or four hours at that point that I had this presence with me. And that was normal for me. I do a lot of what's called fourth dimensional work. Soul retrieval is what it's called in the spiritual uh, realm. Um, with that said, I was trying to figure out who he was. When I saw the news station, I just got full chills. And I knew immediately that he was the murdered NBA star that was on the news. Um, other things became very apparent to me when watching that. Immediately, I knew that... Um, that there were some Memphis City Police Department officers who already knew what had happened to him and who had uh, suppressed evidence immediately. Um, what happened next is uh, Spirit showed me a connection that I had, and I got in touch with family members, Lorenzen's uh, mother, sister, uh, aunt, and some other family members. I worked most closely with his sister, um, Savia, a beautiful, beautiful soul and a very brave uh, woman. And her and I worked for years together on just putting this case together. But it was in 20, it was literally 2011, or actually the first, I think it was found in 2010, July 2010. But it was the first meeting I had with Savia that it was very apparent to me that his wife uh, had set him up. Um, and then I guess, as you know, in 2014, I made it public that the shooter was was called Big Bill. Um, and that's been proven as true that the gun would be found in Mississippi and that justice would come and that his wife would be found responsible. So all of that has come to light now. That's what intrigued me because... Going back to your history or me researching you, um, you did call out all oh, these yeah. names before they even became public at all years later. Yes, I tried to get law enforcement uh, to help and to listen to me, but 
anyway, it was it, it's it's never enough. They always want more. I actually had a TBI agent tell me I, I needed to get full names and license plates and addresses for him. And I looked at him and I said, well, then what do you do? What's, you know, what's your part of the job? And again, I'm not saying that all law enforcement is tough. I'm saying that God brings me to tough cases. Um, and this was a tough case. Now, what is interesting, too, is, okay, so here I am watching you. I do my research because that's what I do. I, I research things before I yes, jump you do. in. Yes, <laughs> I got that analytical <laughs> yes, mind that, you know, I got to, you know, I got to find truth first. Um you know, physical truth. And what interests me is, okay, how did you know names? How did you, and why did Lorenzen pick you? Uh, because a lot like you, I'm, I'm tenacious. I'm relentless when I know I'm holding the truth, when I know I'm standing on my rock. Um, and even if I know, I, I, you know, it's not a perfect science. I always know I'm 88% accurate and I, we're just going to go with the rest. Nobody's perfect. But when I know I have truth, um, I stand on my rock. Um, names sometimes drop right down in certain cases. And I, you know, people will ask me, well, how come you can't just do that in another case? How come it's not this? I really have no answer for that. I don't, I wouldn't even try to understand all of it. I just like a kid, I receive what I get and I do the best job I can. And in Lorenzen's right case, the name did not come down um, the first time uh, in, in, in almost every case. I have to work the case uh, quite a bit. I go to locations, I feel it out. I went to the location where Lorenzen was, was murdered. I sit with the energy and I just allow things to come in and I take note of everything, even if I don't understand it at the time. I just, I, I check it and I file it for later. In this particular case, Big Bill, I kept hearing someone yell, Big Bill, Big Bill. Um, and there, there are other people who, who have come in too. There's, there's other people involved in this case that haven't been charged yet. And why? that's really all I could say at this point. Oh. And, well, and I really don't know why. I really don't know why. It, it, I get really emotional about these things. It's it's kind of like, you know, when someone won't listen to you and you know you have the truth, and, and especially when, in, like in Prince's case, I have provided psychic evidence to his murder. Math and science would see that at least 88% of everything I said is accurate at this point because of what's already been proven as true, and I could never have known it. And so, so when people don't listen, it, it, it feels like you're being called a liar when you know you're not. It's very infuriating, and it's very tough energy to swim through and to, to be polite when people um, are not being respectful to math and science. You know, trying to tell, oh, we don't believe well, in like what you do. all of us, we all want a voice and to be validated. But let's touch a little bit back to Lorenzen. Why did they kill him? What what came down to you? This Why? was pure greed. This was um, this was absolute pure greed and a very scorned woman. It was all about money and jealousy. Uh, the reason Cher was able to get people on board to do this to him uh, was was mainly jealousy. She liked to pit men against uh, each other and. Um, so is that, that a craft? Did. Is that oh, her it's purpose an absolute in life? craft. It's an absolute craft. She acts like the abused person when actually Lorenzen was abused. She had threatened to murder him many times. Lorenzen was scared of her. She was constantly manipulating him in many ways, especially monetarily. And Lorenzen was abused uh, by Shara Wright. She's the abuser. She's a manipulator and a liar. Now, um, 
okay, so this was over greed and money, the reason why Lorenzen was killed. 100. Shara Wright spent $900,000 in less than a year, all of that on herself. She did, let me me set the record straight. She did buy a car for uh, her oldest son. Okay. Other than that, 900,000 gone on Shara Wright. Now, when you say that we all have a purpose in life, Mm -hmm. we all come here on a mission, why would it be someone's mission like her to come here, marry this man and kill him, have him killed? What What is the purpose and what does that serve all of us? Well, actually, remember, we do have free will and free choice. So there's two things going on. We have we have this beautiful movie and or these contracts that we write in heaven. And it's all about soul growth. That and we do, like me. That we, or, it's, okay. it's basically our dreams. It's what we okay. want to come here and do. Um, and then the choices that we make either determine how close we get to those dreams and or what's called a destiny. So what you have is you have destiny destiny and you have fate. Destiny is what you wanted to do here on the planet. Your fate is what you experience due to your choices. So your fate might very well be your destiny if you make choices out of love and bravery and not fear. So like finding your yes when you're on your right path, yes. you find your yes, yes to what your purpose is. Yes. And here's a gig. If you're, if you're uh, afraid to die or you're, or you're afraid you won't have enough money, you're kind of already screwed. You're already messing up your destiny in some way, shape or form. You might get close. You might not, but you're not going to be doing what you came here to do. And that's what the great book means when it says you can't serve two masters. Um, Shira Wright served jealousy and she served greed. And so she made choices that took Lorenz and Wright out. I do a lot of work with what's called the 22%. When the movie is not what we wrote, it's what happened because of choices that were made. And um, that was Lorenzen's case. So if I have... Now, let's go back to this free will. So I come here to Earth and someone like... Or go back to Lorenzen. He's killed. Now, that wasn't... I wouldn't expect that to be his free will. So why? Sometimes it is. We all do have to... We all have to experience murder. So you have to be careful. Um, some murders are written. In fact, and this will shock many of the listeners, I'm, I'm sure. I've been working with this for a while. But um, some suicide is also written. Not very often. But it's kind of like organic chemistry. Nobody wants to take it. But if you want to be a doctor, you have to take the class. And the way that it works, and that's why the story of Cain and Abel is so important in the Bible. God never thought that we would kill one another, but once it happens, we all have to experience it. Otherwise, we would not have empathy for one another. Um, another thing is, and you can look at this as far as, you know, some people call it reincarnation. Some people attribute it to, to lineage. It's With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. 
Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lineage. You just pass on the classes. We all are here to experience um, everything that Earth has to offer. So we, we really experience and live more than one life. So Not what, as the same person. Okay, sorry about that. No, no. Um, so Lorenzen comes to you. What is his purpose to come to you? He wants it to be known or what what why why well, would someone from the afterlife come back well what's wild is when lorenzen first came to me and the details of what happened to him and these you know as i said very um uh specific details like names of who murdered him i thought oh my gosh this this is because i'm i i have to say you know i have to help solve the case i have to be part of justice what was wild is that wasn't my role at all. My role was to support his sister uh, mainly when I would say to Lorenzen, because one time I wanted, I was going to go knock on Shara's door and Lorenzen told me, don't you dare. He said, don't you dare. She'll, if she'd have me shot, she'll have you shot. Don't you dare. I don't need another, uh, any more karma on my name. And so I said, okay, I'll be cool because I'm going to listen to the afterlife. Thing. I mean, to someone in the afterworld. Um, and respect that. So I didn't do that at that time. And I said, then why? I was very frustrated. I said, then why? Why do I know all this about what happened to you if I can't do anything to help solve it? He said, that's not your job. I just need you to help my sister, period. And so that's why I'm a therapist. So, and that's what I, I really do the best is I help people through very heavy grief. I've worked with suicide, um, murders, uh, heavy trauma of all kinds. That's what I prefer to do. And so with that said, that wasn't my role at all. The other part that I've seen now in hindsight is because I made that public in 2014, so many beautiful people um, have heard now about this story and so many people that just needed to shift their beliefs a little bit to understand that they could take this beautiful relationship and this love they already have for God. Well, however that was, they were raised, however that plays out in their lives. And by hearing me and hearing that someone could talk to God, someone who also says you can talk to God too, and then to have known these very specific details in that case, it gave so many people, and, and mainly here in Memphis, it only went you know local, the story went local, but so many people here in Memphis have awakened now to their psychic communication with God, and that's going to change their life, and every time that happens, that is in, in Lorenzen Wright's name. Well, you know, I spoke to one of um, Mario, one of Lorenzen Wright's very close friends. He grew up with him and he was very skeptical to all this. But when he met you, he even oh, yeah. said to me, no, Marie, he's more now what he says in tune with things. And there was things that you said to him that nobody would have known so that's why he he believes in other words um for those of you tuning in this is mvp3 finding my yes radio show i'm your host marie pisano here with special guest psychic medium no, abigail noel and um you could find us on facebook we're gonna go you know have her live but um find us on Facebook at Finding My Yes Radio Show. And also, you know, make sure you spread the word, tune in every Saturday to hear what we got going on. Um, Abigail, let's go now into the Prince case okay. that you're working on. Um, that's very interesting. Um, tell us 
Prince Rogers Nelson, who we know him as Prince, the music icon. How did you get in touch with him and why and, you know... Well, once again, um, I I have not watched the news. It's probably 13 years now. I, I do not watch the news. I jokingly say that Facebook is kind of my news. If God wants me to know about it, it'll pop up somewhere. I didn't know that Prince had died. And I, I really, not that I wasn't didn't appreciate his music. I just wasn't a fan. I didn't know much about him. <clears throat> With that said, again, I do not go look for spirits. Um, he showed up in my presence on April 23rd. Uh, about late morning is when I um, understood that a presence was with me. <clears throat> and then it was um, several hours later that I realized it was Prince Rogers Nelson. Um, and again, he, you know, I, <laughs> I sort of sent him away. I really, I really didn't want to do this story. We do, you know, tell his, make this public. I really knew how public it would, it would be in a sense. I didn't know what that would look like, but we were still waiting for justice in Lorenzen Wright's case. And I really needed a win. You know what I mean? It's kind of like an attorney that hasn't won, you know, in years or a, or a football team that hasn't won and you still got to go play. You know, I said, man, I said, I don't want to, you know, hold this space again. I don't want to be called crazy. I times but anyway um we got through all of that and the details that came through and that's i guess why it's so important the details that came through in this case i realized i'd been prepared for this case is what i realized i realized that um so much of what i'd been doing the last eight years was to prepare me for this case with prince why why prince why well, because when people find out that this is true, that he was murdered for music rights and money, and let's, you know, just to educate everybody, Warner Brothers Records um, took out a billion, a billion dollar life insurance policy on this man, and they owned all of his early music rights when he died. So what, you know, the, he was worth way more to them dead than alive. And Prince had been fighting for his music rights for years, just like Michael Jackson. Why Prince? And why is it such a big deal? One, because um, Prince inspired uh, more people to be authentic, to be who they are. He he was one of the most inspirational uh, music icons um, in, in our time. And I didn't even know how much he was loved until all of this happened. Um, also, there are so many things I didn't know about Prince. Prince was trying to speak out. He was speaking out um, against chemtrails. He was speaking out against what's called a depopulation plan. He was speaking out politically in small arenas. But again, going back to this, the details, and why Prince? Um, because he inspired so many people and because the press has lied so much. First, they tried to tell us he had AIDS. The autopsy does not support that. He did not. Uh, next, they tried to tell us that this was a drug overdose when there were enough drugs found in his system to kill a large elephant. Nobody accidentally takes that many drugs. When the world finds out how much the media lied about this case, people are going to understand how much we're being lied to about everything else why would the media want to lie to us because many of the people who are involved in the murder of prince rogers nelson own our news stations so the same people who are involved in our entertainment industry who are involved in the government who are involved in our pharmaceuticals who are involved in our banking system um, and again there's many names for this i didn't believe in any of this all of this was revealed to me uh, when Prince Rogers Nelson crossed and how much 
people finding out that he was actually murdered, that this was a conspiracy by Warner Brothers and, and top execs for money. When people find that out, what, what happens, and this is the way it happens in therapy, when somebody comes to me and I help them shift just one belief, sometimes that changes 12 or 13, 15, 22 other beliefs. Makes sense? So just shifting that one belief, getting people to open up to just a little bit of truth, all of a sudden people start opening up to big truths in their life. And that's what's going to happen when people find out that we were lied to. I mean, just the fact for me, and I realize a lot of people can't follow all this. Well, a lot of people think, I mean, Abigail, let's just get real for a second. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because some of our listeners, they've been going to church their whole life. You know, um, this is not what they believe. Um, most will say this is crazy. Um, most will say this is just conspiracy, you know, um, what, what, uh, what is the other word? Propaganda, whatever, you know, and why would we believe Abigail Noel? What your, what your claims are? Why would we believe this? Well, um, I, I knew that the man who shot Lorenzen Wright's name was, was William Bill. And I knew that his wife set him up and I knew the gun would be found in Mississippi. And I knew that Bill lived in Mississippi. So does the second shooter. Um, I also knew that they, that, that Prince drank juice, before he went to bed that night that he hadn't eaten in 8 to 12 hours. I have video evidence of all of this, and I, I've presented it time and time again. I also have uh, Prince Rogers Nelson's personal chef, chefs, Ray and Jewel Roberts, lying to me uh, about the juice. In fact, Ray Roberts, his personal chef, the last person to see Prince that night and the first person to, to be there, one of the first pe- per- people in the morning, um, had lied to the press, lied to the press about the evidence um, that, that I gave. So what I would say to people that don't believe is with, with love and respect, I would say that science and math don't support your disbelief. I would say, wake up and get on board the bus. How else would I have known these things? Just the odds um, that I knew that Prince did not eat for eight to 12 hours and that he was given juice, that his personal chef made him juice, which has been validated now by the police reports. His personal chefs told me that Prince, they'd never seen pineapples in Paisley Park, but there are pictures of pineapples in both refrigerators. Why did they lie to me? So here's the thing. I've already presented enough psychic evidence to prove my accuracy. I can't help it if people can't wake up to that. But Now, I re- okay, for those of you tuning in, this is the MVP3 radio show, um, Finding My Yes. I'm here with Abigail Noel, psychic medium, intuitive therapist, and we are talking about some of the cases that she has worked on, um, the NBA star Lorenzen Wright and now um, Prince, um, known as also Prince Rogers Nelson, um, Abigail claims that Prince was murdered for music rights. And um, Abigail, I think, you know, what I, I started researching, okay? I started researching your... your um, what do you call it? Uh, I guess allegations mm-hmm. <laughs> and to, to see the truth behind it. And I also got behind doing the, what, what I found interesting because I wanted to know with what's, what's going on right now. You got psychic medium, t- 
Tyler Hollywood, you know, psychic medium Tyler. And who's the other one with the um, big blonde hair? The Long Island medium. Yes. And so there's a commercial interest. There are people out there that are fascinated by this and always has been. Um, but you have your, just like what I say, there's always the good and bad. You got your good cop, bad cop. You got your good CEO, bad right. CEO, anything, you know, whatever profession you're at um i've experienced bad psychics you know i've experienced you know you you go on the side of the road just for fun you know people could take money um i've done also a documentary called finding my yes with mind body and soul with jack canfield who he's more open to the the law of attraction so researching all of this is where your story found I find interesting because I want to follow your journey. You know, it's not so much me saying that I believe or, you know, my company believes in what your statements are, but I want to know, is it true? You know, as a person that does documentaries that follows, you know, things, how, you know, someone is screaming about we could all speak to God. Well, again, we got all this in the media anyway. So why don't we tap in and fi- find out and follow your journey? So that's why I started, you know. Want- Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Wanting to get behind and follow your journey, whether I believe you or not. And again, are you crazy? Inquiring minds want to know, you know, so we're going to find out, you know. But what I found that... Not some people would say it's crazy, but I found it very interesting and somewhat, I mean, so brave. You are the first in history, you and many uh, other intuitives and um, fans of Prince from around the country decided to go to Washington. You went to Washington, D.C. to protest a rally in front of the White House to for President Trump to intervene in the Prince case. I mean, who does that? Well, we do. Okay. And uh, I'm looking for somebody right now to drive with me to South Carolina because he'll be there Monday. So I'm going to be there with bullhorns but why, and signs. Why Trump? Um, why, be, be, why him? Well, because Carver County Sheriff's Department and the FBI, the FBI was on this case for 18 months and they can't even tell us where enough drugs to kill an elephant came from. And so obviously we need 
need some intervention and we need someone else to look into this case. Also, I am uh, I'm lovingly demanding that somebody test for arsenic since I was already right about the juice that he drank before he went to bed. And I Who, say the Prince? drugs were put in You're it. Yes, about Prince. that's all okay. been validated. How did I know that two years ago when that was just made public a few weeks ago or a couple months ago? Um, and so many other things. I mean, anyone, you guys can go on YouTube and find the original video that evidences that I knew all of this. I, I literally said in that first video and knew that they would find three different drugs. Okay, I said morphine and another opiate and liquid cocaine. What they found in Prince's system were two types of opiates, fentanyl, which is 50,000 times stronger than, than morphine. Uh, they found lidocaine, which is liquid cocaine. I mean, how did I come up with that? Well, okay. they said it was a mistake that, that he got the drugs by mistake. It was the wrong one. Well, what my question is, even mm-hmm. if it's in, he got these drugs in, what was it, his bodyguard's name? Well, actually, what Mr. Mark Metz said, the prosecutor in this case, was that they absolutely know without a doubt that Prince Rogers Nelson did not knowingly take the drugs that killed him, but that they do not have enough evidence to press charges and cannot find where the drugs came from. What I'm saying again is if... Then the, why did this doctor pay a $30,000 fine? It was ridiculous. The, doc, that, the doctor was nothing but a ruse for the press. That doctor didn't do anything but prescribe Prince. They picked up... Some and Percocet that day from the Walgreens. What they're trying to see is they find the doctor for putting the drugs in Kirk Johnson's name instead of Prince's. So once we find out that what if your claims are correct and we find out that Prince was murdered. Now, you also, not only Prince, but you, you talk about Whitney Houston, George Michael, Robin Williams, oh, yes. Chris... Cornell, Chris Cornell, uh, Chester Bennington, Kate Spade. Kate Spade. Now, why all of a sudden are we seeing all these people <laughs> hanging hang from themselves? their bathroom doorknobs? What I found yeah, interesting, right. I mean, you know, I do want to look this up, but Kate Spade, she's married to Andy Spade, who is the um, brother of the actor David Spade, Correct. which some people did not know about. But how would one, when even when I did a research, women don't just hang themselves no. they either overdose with pills or there's other ways psychology almost, almost always an overdose with a woman but why why would kate spade if you have this intuition you know um why would kate spade hang herself from the back of a doorknob she she didn't there are there are there there truly is whether and i understand because i didn't believe in this before either the only reason i believe in it is because i know that it's my divine guidance that that showed me these things about the world and there is what's called a shadow government uh, all over the planet they're called they call themselves the illuminati uh some people call them the cabal and um it's, it's literally a gang that runs the planet and certainly um, our country. Um, when people are also elite and they get high enough up, there are certain things they find out about these people. You run in circles, you go to a party, you hear things. When somebody is going to talk, that's when they hang them. So anytime somebody wants out of the gang, and especially the red scarf, they used her, she used her own red scarf to hang herself on the... On, and you guys, please, please understand... 
that, that these hangings are occurring on the knobs of the bathroom doors. It doesn't even make sense. Well, why? Why? I mean, okay, let me play, you know, just why all these stars? Why would we and wouldn't someone figure this out? Well, Chris Cornell and Chester Bennington had done uh, work in Haiti. They had done uh, many um, they were raising money and doing concerts to raise money for Haiti, and they found some things out about the Clintons. I don't think it's any secret, guys. Please educate yourself. The Clintons stole millions and millions of dollars. No money has been given back to Haiti. The Clinton organization, and that's all I'll call it, has been ripping people off um, for a long time. And and not only that, there's other nefarious activity. And my understanding from Spirit, and I just got chills as I speak it, is that Chester Bennington and Chris Cornell knew things about the Clintons and other people in politics um, and the pedophile ring is real um, and they were going to expose that there's a group of stars that spirit calls for me the golden circle that were that are all trying to come forward to tell the people in America and all over the planet what's really going on they are, these entertainers are run by a gang and it's no different than a street gang they just have more money and you either pay, play, or you go away. And if you try and get out of the gang, you you won't. And if so, that's what you're saying. What Prince did is he he won his rights back from correct. Warner Brothers. Correct. And so they were mad. Oh, he was speaking. Prince was a follower of Dick Gregory. Prince was doing small, smaller concerts. He had just went, done one in Atlanta with his piano, and he was speaking in a very uh, intimate way with his uh, with his uh, fans. And he never called like to call it that family uh, with his with his family and the people who uh, followed him and came to see him. And Prince was very much a prophet. The world doesn't know this because they kept him from us. See, if one of these big houses, okay, like Warner Brothers, you know, Electra. Uh, these other house, Rhino, that's right, Rhino, watching you. Um, one of these houses, if these entertainers are not making money, if they're trying to go independent and do their own thing, they're out. They're out. You either make money and play with the gang or you get out because these people believe that they have created this playground, that they are the ones who make these stars and therefore these stars owe, owe them. Now, again, what I would ask everybody listening to ask is why? Would Warner Brothers or any other house, CAA agency, Rhino, Electra, any of these agencies for actors or musicians be allowed to have a billion dollar life insurance policy or any but most amount people, of money on them? But most people, Abigail, will say, well, these artists signed these 360 deals and it, they know, they, you know, they that, got free will. They could sign it. Okay, that's only that's only half of it. Do we continue letting nefarious business dealings go on that support the elite and make the entertainer a slave? And is that fair to these entertainers? So what's the why kill all these entertainers? Because they know something. Is that what you claim or what? what? Well, they made a billion dollars off Prince's death alone and now they're making and more billions off all of his music. So they just the used point? him for Super Bowl. They're rolling him out to a whole new audience. You make more off a dead I- I- icon than you do a live one, okay, especially then. when they start getting older. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Take them out early when they're high and everybody loves them. They can, again, they're rolling Prince out to a whole new generation. Makes sense. But if Prince just gets old and dies, it's like Elvis. 
you know, I'm saying he dies early, bam, big boom. Everyone runs out and gets the records and they become more famous. And that record company that owns the rights to all of their music and everything they did makes more money on them when they go out early instead of living a natural life. Now, for those of you tuning in, this is the MVP3 Finding My Yes radio show. I'm with psychic medium Abigail Noel talking about Hollywood um, and Prince and Lorenzen Wright and Okay, let's just dig in real quick. We don't have too much time, but why Kate Spade? Why Andrew or uh, Anthony Bourdain? My my under well, both of them were going to talk. That's why. And talk and about what the the things they know about the elites that are that are doing very nefarious business. I don't even want to say illegal because some of it's now, much aren't worse you than that. Afraid? No, I I, ref- I don't walk. I'm not afraid to die, and so now I'm free, and I truly am. So not. you're out there screaming. I, oh, I'd you, rather speak you truth. take on. I mean, yes. what what I fi- not only find fascinating, but when I watch you on when you go live on Facebook, um, and you're out there calling out names, <laughs> Tykra is Prince's sister, Sheila E. You're out there two years. You know, yeah, and none I, of them have sued me. I've been accusing you, them of murder for two years, and none of them have filed any type of. Abigail of, goes out there and she screams, "Come sue me!" Yep. Why? Why would you want them to come? Because sue Because I know they're guilty. So, and if they and if they were innocent, they would have they would have done something by now. They would have done something by now. So I know that they're guilty. So what is the message? Why did Ray Why? Roberts lie to me if he's not guilty? Why did he lie about making that juice for Prince? He lied to the Associated Press, but he had to tell the police the truth. So quickly, we got two minutes here. Why, Abigail, your purpose, what you say is to bring out justice, to bring peace to people. To So what? before we end today's show, what is the one message you want to let anybody know? You, God will talk to all of us the same. If we would get out of the way of what we think we know and what we believe is true, just go with the heart of a child. You, you have to be like a kid. You've got to just not think about what you think you knew and, and, and don't make assumptions about your future or about what you think the world is or how it works. And most of us don't want to come to these truths because of such a good place. We don't want to see this much bad in people. We don't. And, and another thing, we're a bit lazy. We don't want to change. But what I would say to everyone is, um, please know you're psychic. I know that for a fact. It does take practice and it takes a lot of bravery, but so do it trust every day. our intuition, trust your intuition, Abigail, trust the how, signs. How can someone see you tune in? How can we find you? Uh, we go to my website. It's uh, www.abigailnoel.com. And you can find me on Facebook, same, Abigail Noel. Uh, go to my website to book a session uh, if you would like. And you can read all about me there. Thank you so much. for. We're going to have you back because this is interesting. Thank you for tuning in to the MVP3 Finding My Yes radio show. Come join us on Facebook at Finding My Yes radio show. Thank you all.
WREC and 92.1 FM. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.